God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Bob, how you doing? Hello, greetings, hi. I'm good. I'm chewing something, so you should probably talk. Well, that's perfect timing, because I would like to start this episode by saying thank you to another slew of new patrons to be grateful for who support the show via Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash I-O-K. And uh, we want to say thank you to Leah McCarn, Mary Kissler, and John Smiley. Oh, and we have another one from today, Kathy Mead. So thank you to those of you who are supporting the show. Now over at Patreon, you get bonus content like The Secret Weekly, couple of songs Bob and I wrote, all the songs I write each month. We're going to be sending out postcards when that makes sense again. And uh, John Smiley wrote us an email that I wanted to read because we've got a lot of Smileys that are patrons. Right. I don't know if you remember Jordan Smiley and Jake Smiley. Uh, out of some strange coincidence, unless they're all related and live in the same house and they just love us that much. But he writes, Dear Bob and Clint, he says, Fuck Jordan Smiley and Jake Smiley. I am the ultimate Smiley Bob and Clint fan, Patreon supporter. Regardless of only pledging $10 a month, he says, for real, though, love you guys, love the show. Looking forward to binging these secret weeklies. Peace. So thank you, John. And yeah, I mean, at this point, there's like 25 secret weeklies over there that are anywhere from five to 10 minutes. And uh, it's just a bunch of extra IOK sauce. Dude, what's up with all the smileys? It's pretty weird. It's like a glitch in the matrix, right? I don't know, dude. I mean, my favorite emo- emoji is the is the unsmiling emoji, and so is yours. Right, the frowny emoji. And I, right, we we're doing all the frown frowning cons, and then all of a sudden <laughs> we're just like being inundated with smileys. Not only are they all smileys, all of their first names start with a J. Dude, something's going this is, on. This is weird, dude. Dude, that's too weird. It's a little too weird. I'm happy. I'm happy about it, but it's weird. It's straight. I'm I'm glad. And at the same time, it's a little weird. I have extremely mixed feelings about it. Extremely mixed. Because while glad, I'm also a little freaked out. Like when you say extremely mixed, yes. B- please get, get uh, go go further when you say that. Well, I mean, I'm oh, not wait, talking wait, about... Before, before you start, say up. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I'm not talking about curly fry. I'm not talking about like you ordered curly fries and there's always like one straight fry in there. Like they really fucked up. They really got one straight fry in there. That's not extremely mixed. That's that's understandably and reasonably mixed. Right. That that's just like that's yeah. That's like a collateral damage. If you're gonna eat at crunchy chicken, and then you get part of a straight fry with your curly fry, that's just part of the deal. You gotta leave your. You gotta leave a little bit of margin for that kind of error. Is what I'm saying. Now, if you're ordering. From a place that has no straight fries and they only have curly fries, and you get a straight fry with your curly fry, that's time to call it. But time to call the police. Well, it's definitely time to shoot a shoot a flare into the night. It's time to it's time to do something. Anyway, uh, I don't even know how we got into that. So yeah, I'm, my feelings are extremely mixed about about all the smileys. They're all J's. I need to know if they know each other. I need to know the degrees of separation because I once found. Uh, another Clint Wells. I don't know if you know this story, Bob. I don't. But I, I found another Clint Wells on the internet. But not. Thought, but but here's the thing. Not because you haven't told me. I just mm-hmm. don't. Re- I don't remember. You may have told me the story. I don't mm-hmm. remember it. 
Well, it doesn't matter how you don't know. It just matters that you don't know, because now I can tell the story. I definitely don't know. Well, I found another guy named Clint Wells on social media, and I thought it would be... Before you start, though, can you hold up for a sec? Sip. (laughs) So I found him on the internet, and I thought, wow, it would be really funny if a guy like me found me and started sending me weird shit. So I would send him shit that was like, dear at Clint Wells, because he had like, his name was at Clint underscore Wells. Right. And I would say, at night, do you ever look outside and hope that we're looking at the same moon? It would be things like that. Like kind of little poetry things. Because I felt like I had an affinity for him because we have the same name. And that's really strange to me. And I thought he would feel it too. Guess what? He didn't. He did not like... (laughs) He did not like my shit, dude. He would either right. like never respond or barely respond. And then any t- and I knew that he lived in Chicago because I followed his ass. I kind of got to know a little bit about his life. Right. And anytime I was in Chicago, I'd reach out to him and I would say, Hey, at Clint underscore Wells, you're on the guest list tonight. You you know what to do. You know where to go. And I'm talking about for years and years I did this. No response. Never came. Until I'm on tour with you, maybe in 2015, and we're playing at Park West in Chicago. Remember that venue? Uh Uh-huh. And I texted him the same thing, and he actually wrote back. And he said, hey, man, are you serious about this? Because I'm actually going to come to the show. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm serious. Your tickets will be at Will Call. You know what name they're under. And uh, and then he never showed up. And that was kind of the last time I reached out to him, because it hurt me. Right. It hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, yeah. And I mean, that place is near the, uh, near the Lincoln Zoo, so. Yeah, right. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) That's a funny anecdote. Well, it is. I don't know. Have you been, you've been to the Lincoln Zoo, right? Yeah, I've played a gig at the Lincoln Zoo. Really? I played a really weird gig at the Lincoln Zoo with Griffin House opening for Guster. Wait, you played a, you played a willy, uh, a willy weird gig? (laughs) <laughs> it was really weird, and there were really big lions and tigers. It was really scary. Well, every time I've seen a Willy Big uh, anything, I usually get Willy scared. I remember when I went to see Free Willy, it was a really good experience, and I learned a lot about the plight of orcas. Have you ever seen Willie Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> no, Willie. A, a Willie long time ago, but yeah, I have seen Willie Nelson. Willie? You've seen Willie? Well, it was a really long time ago, and I, right. it was interesting. It was a coincidence, because I had just seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory with oh. Gene Willie Wilder. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, I think Willie Nelson submitted something for the soundtrack, but it, it didn't get cut, because it was Willie. It wasn't. It didn't really fit the theme of the movie. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine a Willie Nelson song in a Willy Wonka movie. I mean, Willie. Well, he was Willie and able to provide a song, but... Uh, they just wanted to go in a, a really different direction. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Are you commenting on the bit we just completed? Uh, Are you saying you liked the bit? I mean, I was digging the bit, but when you said Willie for willing, man, that was the masterpiece right there. Thank, thank you, you, dude. Well, thank you. Let's dip into uh, another email here. All right. You can write into us, Bob and Clint at gmail.com. We love reading from the IOK community. And uh, here we go. This one's from John Butler. He says, I listened to the last episode in which you guys discussed Harvey Keitel's dick. I never thought this topic would be relevant, but I was rolling with laughter. Later that very same day, I put on an old episode of Community from about 2010. One of the main characters, Shirley, made a joke about Harvey Keitel's dick. Holy shit. I don't know how to explain such a fantastic coincidence. 
You guys are genius. Keep up the fun. JB. Thank you, JB. Well, I mean, I get it. He's got a willy big dick. <laughs> that was a really good callback, dude. <sighs> All right. All right. I, I mean, I've been, whenever we get into pun type te- territory. Yeah. I'm just, my brain is like a Rolodex that's scrolling, 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 and my mouth's on autopilot a little bit. Right. And it's been scrolling for a while, and I, I don't think I, there are any new ones to do. Okay. I mean, unless you have any new ways to say Willie that's funny. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you send that to the brain, and the brain just sent back, nope? I mean, this is what it was. I looked at my brain. And my brain was chislaxing. My brain was just on the couch watching Netflix. And then I was like, do I want to ask my brain to get the fuck up and go look for some goddamn fucking puns with the word Willie? And I was like, if I do, my brain's going to be like, hey, bitch, I'm watching fucking Netflix. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you're watching Netflix, brain. Get the fuck up and go find me some fucking puns right now. And then I was like, I don't want to deal with any of it. You've got to really choose your moments when your brain is chillaxing. Well, my brain is is definitely deep into a money heist right now. Yeah, I understand that. So, what did what did you decide to snack on? What's your go to snack over there? Uh, I had a balance bar. I just needed <laughs> I needed something to fucking get balance. My, I just needed something in my system besides coffee because all I had in my system was coffee. I'd, I'd eaten like two eggs like six hours ago, so I was like, I need something to get me right. I like calling the body a system. If I could, I would just eat. Like if somebody said, okay, you can eat food or not feel hungry and just eat this tablet every day. Oh, I would do the tablet in a fucking heartbeat. In a second. And just never eat again. I'd probably give my life savings for that tab for for that to be a thing, and I'll just make more money later. Yeah, that's how valuable it would be to me. Yeah, too bad that doesn't exist. And instead, I'm just eating about 17 pounds of spaghetti uh, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and my mid meal snacks. Dude, I do good all day, all day. I'm not, I'm eating great all day, and then at some point, I'm like, I'll just have like a little bit of like hummus with a cracker. <laughs> And you'll eat the whole tub? Yeah, of course. I'll eat the whole tub of hummus. I've never opened up a thing of hummus without eating the whole thing. So that's 800 calories. So I eat that. But then that's just, that's just, let's get, oh, we're in the van and we're rolling? Oh, okay. 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 Then it's fucking, oh, we got some Ben and Jerry's in the in the freezer? Bye-bye. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, and I hid some fucking cheese poofs in the fucking guest bathroom closet. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, God damn it, what happened? And it was just one bite of hummus. It was like, oh, just one cracker. It is amazing how you know your will. The, there's just such a thin little veneer, a thin little fucking piece of ice between you and that portal into darkness and then when you and then yeah you're right when you when you open that box it moves real quick i mean it moves fast 
look yeah. quite into debauchery. Well, the part of you that's like, the part of you, the sensible part, the part that's like, hey, man, you don't need to do that. You're fine. You're, what are you, starving? You're not starving. You're fine. You're good. Yeah, but what about, how about if I just have, how about if I just have a cracker with a little bit of hummus? <laughs> I don't think you should. I don't think you should have that cracker because you know what happens every, I'm like, I know that's happened in the past, but uh, I feel a bit peckish. <laughs> so let me just have, just give me that. Just, and uh, I don't think you should. All right. I'm do what you want to do, but I don't think it's a good idea. Look, I'm just gonna have one cracker. One cracker. Okay, just one cracker. And then, of course, you know the story. Because as soon as that cracker, that other voice of reason, as soon as it gives up, that voice of reason is gone. After yeah. it, from bite one of the cracker, that voice of reason is just like fuck it. Well, my voice of reason. It, it, <clears throat> hate is annoyed with my fucking shit too so my voice of reason is going listen man i'm gonna hang in here with you for just briefly so i'm gonna be good to you listen you know what happens when you do this and you know how it makes you feel let's and then i get into my speaking about myself in the plural and i start saying let's just not do it let's just decide not to do it and then we'll just deal with those feelings because then i know bait i know you're a big baby and you're gonna go sit on the couch and feel feelings and feel sad and that you think the food's gonna solve the problem but it's not so it's telling me all those nice things, loving things. But as soon as I start being like, yeah, but maybe if I just, my 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 little guy goes, well, you're going to fucking do whatever you want to do anyway. So so whatever the fuck. Yeah. At, at a certain point, you just say the words, fuck it. <laughs> and when the words fuck it happen. It's like game a magic over. spell. Game over. Well, yeah. Right. The little angel disappears. All of, yeah. Everything, all of the, you know, this sort of charade that you've, this, this sort of, uh, Make believe world that you've been living in. <laughs> Total theater. It's all theater. I can, I can do. I can handle it. I can handle these things. But you shouldn't. And then you just say fuck it. <laughs> and then it's fucking ninety six fucking pizza rolls, dude. You and me staring yeah. at a fucking cookie tray full of ninety six scalding hot pizza rolls. And then, and then, but it's not even like. It's not like, well, I won. I won. The nice little angel's gone. And I said, fuck it. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to enjoy myself. There's no enjoying because what I do, it's no, almost there, like. Dude, there's enjoyment. Dude. But it goes so fast. I'm just so thinking fast. about him right now. I'm like, I wish I had some pizza rolls. I know, but think about it. It goes so fast because it's almost like the fucking fat police are going to show up and crash the party. I know. Maybe this is more when I'm alone because I do remember our pizza roll evenings. We just said, fuck it, as we're saying. But then we like. We like watched a movie. We relished it. We were together. That's what you do. We have the power of friendship. When yeah. you're alone and all you have bouncing off the walls back into your soul is the empty clatter of meaninglessness, you're just shoveling <laughs> it down. I'll eat a whole bowl of SpaghettiOs and then I'm like, before I can, my brain can even be like, whoa, well, hold on. Now, let me let me process that. Make sure we're full. I'm like, fuck you. I'll make a whole bowl of Thai noodles. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Dude, I'm not registering dick. I'm not waiting for my dick. brain to understand dick. what just happened. Dude, when my... when are shooting from the hip. When my daughter's at the table, first I just vacuum all the food up. <laughs> all the food that's on my, on my plate just goes <laughs> into my mouth. And my daughter just looks at me like I'm a monster. She's like... 
daddy, how come you eat your food so fast? Because I'm a big person. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm big, that's why. Not because I'm a monster. I don't say, oh, because I fucking can't control anything. I say, because I'm big. And then she's like, oh, that makes sense. And then I start attacking her food. And she's like, daddy, don't eat my food. And I'm like, well, you better eat faster. Because daddy, daddy's coming at your food. Nova does the same thing, dude. She's like, daddy, why do you eat so fast? I'm like, I, I just say, don't worry about it. No, I don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to try that. The last refuge uh, of a tired parent. Eh, don't worry about it. You'll find out. Oh my God, dude, I'm gonna. That's my new go-to with my f- everybody. Wh- why are you doing that crazy thing? Don't worry about that, it. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like. It's kind of like yeah, well, it's like well. Let's not worry about that. Oh, God damn. But then I, I don't I don't quite take the food off her plate, although I do sometimes, but I try to restrain myself. But I do think to myself, because I know she's not going to finish it, because she doesn't eat like someone who hates herself. She only eats till she's full. She, she always yeah. leaves food. And I always think to myself, can't wait to eat whatever. whatever yeah, I'll get it. Plate. I'll get it at the end. <laughs> it'll be. It will be it'll there. come around. But that's the other part of me. It's like, I don't even want to wait until then. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, <clears throat> Jesus. Are we getting emails? Uh, I think we have maybe have one more in the queue to read. Let's read it. This is from EOB. He's saying episode 81 at half the speed's really funny. He wrote, haha, blistering conclusion indeed. Can't believe Bob actually landed that. Brain clerk clearly back in business. Oh, this was the sandwich thing. I do declare. <clears throat> so he's, he's suggesting trying it uh, at half the speed. So maybe we can do some of that. He says, I laughed my ass off again. Nice work, gents. That was some truly crazy shit. Infinity points to you both. Now back to my ice cream sandwich. Peace and love. EOB. I will say this about that sandwich story. I thought that was one of the funnier things that we've ever done. And we, we even posted like an animated video of that on Instagram. And like three people were like, eh, not bad. I'm like, what? I spent hours animating that shit. There's a real content issue and, you know, part of it is we have to deal with, well, maybe it wasn't as funny as we thought. That's just, that's on the table. But yeah, my wife has told me she doesn't think it's funny. Well, she, our wives aren't going to our wives are they have their own ideas about <laughs> things, bro. They're not tell, they're, they're telling us the truth, but it's their truth. And their truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is 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 different. Um, <laughs> yeah. OK. All right. I'm OK. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're telling us the truth, but it's their truth. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they okay. can have they can have their truths. Um, yeah, but the problem is that think about it, dude. Think about all the content people are just consuming all day, every day. So even the coolest thing, the best little song, little recording, podcast episode, animated bit, it's a pebble in a waterfall. And so, and there are all these sort of algorithms now, and there's an entire management teams uh, uh, filled with people who are are trying to crack the code on how to get more more. Uh, eyes on your Spotify thing or get you on a playlist or or become visible on this thing. And then we're, we're measuring how long they watched it. And it just turns into a robotic exercise where it's no longer interesting anymore to try to just see what happens unless you're building an audience and just 
trickling stuff out there and occasionally stuff works and it doesn't and I don't understand it. Well, should we talk about stuff we like and don't like? <laughs> Is that your way of changing the subject? <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, have you watched SNL since they've been doing the SNL from home? I haven't watched SNL in maybe 10 years. I don't think it's uh, funny. It's not funny, dude. It's crazy how not funny it is. So, uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. Why talk about something that we don't like? Let's <laughs> only talk about things we do like. Is there anything you like that you've been watching? No, I haven't really been watching anything. I'm having a problem where a lot of the joy I derived from watching things is gone. And I'm trying not to really panic about that because I'm just letting it ride and letting the season, letting the storm come and hopefully go. Uh, but I haven't really wanted to watch anything in a while. I will say this. Like, I get that way sometimes where I'm like, man, everything sucks. Like, music sucks. Every book I try to read sucks. All these TV shows everybody likes suck. And then I'm like, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. And then I'll hear a great song or I'll watch an amazing show or I'll read an incredible book and I'll go, no, it's not me. It's just that my standards, because I'm at a certain age, have gone up again. They just go up. When you're five, you can watch fucking Octonauts and think it's the goddamn, you know, give this fucker a goddamn Oscar for writing this piece of shit. Right. And then when you're eight, your standards go up. And when you're 12, they go up. They just keep going up. And as you get older and older, your standards have gone up. It's not that you can't appreciate or enjoy anything. You can you're just not going to appreciate stuff that you might have appreciated five years ago or 10 years ago because your standards are higher. I think that's absolutely true. But we've also talked about how music that hits you at a certain age, you just can't even see if it's good or bad anymore because it, right. no matter how old you are. I think I think what I'm experiencing, what you're saying is true, but I think what I'm experiencing is I am... I'm experiencing art as a reflection of how I feel and how I feel is not great and and scared and joyless, colorless. So right. <clears throat> that's just being reflected by what I'm watching. And uh, I, I'm choosing to just accept that and like sit in it, not panic. You know, let like I say like if you're, <laughs> if your car gets out of control and starts, if you, what do you call it when you're, when you hydroplane, they're like, just let it, let it do its thing, baby. Because it's dangerous to try to take control of it, or if you're if you're drowning or caught in an undertow, they say to just sort of let it let it drag let it drag you a little bit <clears throat> when you start shitting yourself. Just let let it run, let it go. Just just surrender. At a certain point, once a certain amount of shit has come out of your body, then your body just says, "Look, you can keep squeezing, but why? At this point, why? <laughs> just let it go." Has that ever happened to you? Fuck no, dude. I'm not letting go, dude. I don't care how much shit's come out. I'm squeezing. <laughs> dude, I'm never not squeezing. I'm 54 years old, and people are like, hey, man, you're never going to make it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm like, I'm squeezing, motherfucker. You can fucking let all that shit out in your fucking poopy old pants fucking bitch, but I'm not. And they're like, yeah, but your pants are all full of poop. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm squeezing. <laughs> so no, I'm not letting go of my dreams. <laughs> now, people are like, do you think you're going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm like, and I say no. But part of me is like, 
Squeeze them cheeks together, son. Don't let the poop out. And I don't. <laughs> well, I don't let the poop out. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I, I didn't know we were talking about our hopes and dreams. Now that I know that, uh, I'm, I admire your dedication to keeping the hopes and dreams in your colon. No matter how many of them have spilled out into your adult diaper. And there is, I know what you're talking about. There is the, there is the uh, feel the feelings thing. But I'm like, man, fuck feel the feelings. I feel that about, I feel the same way. I'm, I'm over it. You and me are, in the, we agree about one thing. Feelings, crush the feelings. How do you do that? Million ways. Yeah, let me count, let me count the ways. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite sport. Crush the finding feet. the ways to crush. Yeah, there's a time to feel them. There's a time to feel all that, but but if it's, guess if when? It's, guess what? Guess when the time is not now. <laughs> the time to feel the feelings is never now. The time to feel the feelings is some other time that's not now. That's the time to feel the feelings. There's a time to let let the let the wave hit you. And see, and yeah, and because it's important. I, there is, you know, when it is not now, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever not now is, that's when I want to feel all the feelings. Right, it's always not now. Yeah, the answer is always not now. Now, what happens is not now becomes now, now, and then you're like, crap, I need to yeah. eat. I need to eat something now, or do something, anything. Again. To crush the feeling. Well, that's something you learn when you, when you, I remember like when I was a little younger, I was like, man, just feel it all. Just, just, just experience it. You're going to, it's going to, it's going to crush into some sort of wonderful diamond that you'll then pawn and buy something very nice for yourself. And all that hard earned feeling will turn into something beautiful, like a, like a white dove. And you'll fly to heaven forever. And that doesn't quite happen that much. It doesn't really quite happen that way. Your own feelings can poison you. Well, here's the thing, too. When you have, like, let's say you have a breakup. Like, I remember, like, the few times in my life where I've had a breakup. Like, whatever, for whatever reason, that pain is is the most intense sort of emotional pain I've ever experienced. Sure, same. And when it happens, like, the thing is, like, you know, the, the advice I would get would be, just feel it. Embrace it. So I'd be like, okay, I embrace this feeling. I'm feeling it. And when it's something like that acute, you can kind of do that. You can kind of do that with that because it's you can isolate it from the rest of your feelings because it's so like intense. But most of the time, most of the time when you feel ins, they're like just sort of like, oh, it's sort of like, oh, like a pool, maybe, but with a little wind blowing. And there's this, like, you can't even tell there's a wave there. And it's just, there's little ripples on it. And just like, you can't isolate the feeling. And then rain, you just got a feeling. I don't even, what is that accent? I, I don't that's, <laughs> that's me. That's me becoming the pool. That was me trying to do an impression of a pool. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, how do you sound like a pool? Like this. I'm a pool. 
Just dive in, man. You walk into me or you can dive in. I'm a pool. I'm a pool. <laughs> I'm a pool. That's what pools are saying if they are saying something. They're just saying what they are. Well, that's all the time we have. We're going to kick it to the Secret Weekly. Thank you for listening. You can write into us, bobandclint at gmail.com. Check out our other podcasts. Mine is an all Metallica podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast. Bob's other podcast is called The Song Club. And uh, both a lot of flavor over there. And if you really like the show and you're willing and able to, you think the show has value, you can support us by joining us on Patreon. It's basically a couple of cups of coffee a month. And it goes a long way. And uh, it's patreon.com slash the letters I-O-K. And we will see you midweek next week. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Peace. (laughs)